Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash I heart. The volume. Hello, everyone, and welcome in to a brand new episode of Snaps, your favorite daily college football podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, T Bob A Bear, joined as always by QB1, Mr. No Nut himself. Mr. Aaron Murray, what's up, Aaron? How are we feeling today, bro? First off, it's it's not as much as I want now because I got the bill of two thumbs up from the doctor today. So nice. I just gotta be careful. I just gotta be careful for the next six weeks. So this is not all done in vain if I yes screw up the whole damn thing. So uh, gotta still play smart. Maybe maybe bring in a goalie. Uh, TBD on that. But uh, yeah, everything's ready to go. I start lifting weights, running, golfing. Mostly just golfing again, so very happy about that. Uh, so, okay, so back to full physical activity. Um, that is mm-hmm. excellent to hear. Um, stay disciplined, Aaron. Six oh, weeks, okay? Okay, six, we are in the fourth weeks. quarter here, okay? For those who don't know, apparently after you get snipped, the doctor tells you you got six weeks to drain that main vein of any mm. of those little spermies that might still be fertile in there. And so uh, this is your final countdown. Everything you've done at this point I in know. your life has led you here. Um, do not lose sight of the prize here at the end. Okay. Um, can Aaron say discipline answer in chat? Shout out to everybody hanging out with us in chat. Uh, you know, we love you so much every day here on Snaps. We got Bilbo. We got Burp Boy. We got Andy J. Daniel Basham. Kenny Nichols. Uh, Sasha Mamo, Blake Walters, everybody else, Thomas Dare, what's happening, y'all? Welcome in, welcome in. Uh, like the post, share it with your friends as well. Mm-hmm. Kenny Nichols watching while driving down I 75, listening while listening. He's listening while driving down I 75, right? 
you don't really have to watch that. This is a great show where you can like put it on. Uh, if you want to listen live, right, you can just put it on your phone, not pay attention to the screen. Very rarely are we doing like full on like visual aids that you need to. Well, except for last Thursday when I made us play an entire visual game about guessing the uh, the NFL head coaches based on <clears throat> the 360p uh, NFL coaches photo that Brumley managed to come up with. Our, our fearless producer with the internet at his fingers, a world full of high quality images that can be found from just about anything, put a, got us the only indiscernible picture of By the, the NFL way, head coaches that could possibly uh, be shit found. First, at 15 minutes at fire, wasn't first, for second, what? second to this. He, would you would have would it have helped you that much if it would have been like HD quality 4K? No, but I was right about Todd Bowles being Todd Bowles and D'Amico Ryan's being. Were you? The, yeah, and so y'all are racist. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Y'all got Todd was, Bowles and D'Amico no, Ryan. No, Aaron, confused. Aaron didn't know who either one of them were. So I you have to throw. That I part know Todd Bowles. Okay, okay, so Brumley is racist here. Aaron's just yes. dumb. Uh, because he's a Bucks yeah, fan and still couldn't name <laughs> Todd Bowles. Uh, Blake was blurry. The Blues, <laughs> it was it was incredibly blurry. It was, blurry. It was inexcusably yeah. blurry. Um, okay, that's enough on that. Uh, Blake Walters, what happened to the Blue Blood Draft this week? Okay, we will finally do the Blue Blood Draft uh, this week. Um, coming up on today's show, a few things to get to. So, look, uh, college football news cycle is not the – fastest right now you know it's 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 a little slow but i do find there's a couple stories in the college sports ether that actually tie in to college football uh and it's gonna have some to do with the angel reese and caitlin clark drama which you've probably seen all over the place today and it's gonna have some to do with nil and transfer portal as i think there's some lessons that can be drawn from other sports and how they maybe pertain to our favorite sport which is um college football and then we do have i know we got a lot of georgia fans in here we do have a little uga uh in the neighborhood of uga topic at the end where heather dinich on espn.com wrote an article on the four teams that are best suited to potentially upsetting the bulldogs this year and uh, i'm excited to get your thoughts on the mayor and see hey. maybe who you think has the most realistic chance uh what's going on before before we before we get into that uh, yes so about a month ago I, I'm I'm employed by Disney, but I also did buy a Disney Plus ESPN Plus subscription, ah, there we go. so that I could read the great articles that are behind the paywall, which I'm all for. They yeah. do a great job. Some of these, you know, the Kuiper draft, all that. So for some reason, I couldn't access it. This guy called me dumb once again. Aaron's an idiot. Can't even sign up on his yeah. own account. He works yeah. for the damn company. What the hell's going True. on? Brum's giving me trash. I'm having to get screenshots of the articles so that I can jump on here and uh, and speak intelligently. Well, all of them, you know, I, I go on my phone today and there's screenshots of the ESPN, ESPN Plus article. And I'm like, I didn't even ask for it. Thank you, Brom, essentially. Come to find out that Mr. Genius, my co-host, also okay. Okay. can't figure out how to get into his ESPN <sighs> Plus account. So I'm not going to get after him. Too bad. But if you are out this there is, and if you had a, a mm. similar issue and you've been able to solve it, please hit us up on the chat at Aaron Murray 11 at T-Bob. What are you, T Bob? What I think on I think on in the YouTube chat I think I'm just T Bob A Bear. <laughs> I think I think no, they, I mean, my Twitter, YouTube Twitter, name. Twitter, Twitter. Oh, T Bob Fifty Three, T Bob Fifty Three. Yeah, yeah T Bob Fifty Three. Yeah, yeah. Let us know because it is frustrating when you're paying for something 
that you can't get access to. And I am, I am. Look, I'm a little pissed because I talk shit to you. And then, yes, for some reason now, I too am running into some sort of bug where it's saying click to continue uh, reading. And I click it and it brings me to a login page. I log in. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. perfect. You're good to go. And then it sends me right back to the article and says click to continue reading. And I get caught in this loop that I cannot break out of. I double check yep. my Hulu account. I pay for ESPN Plus in the bundle through Hulu TV. So. Okay, uh, yeah, Aaron, congratulations. You dragged me down into the ignorant uh, shit with you. Uh, I, I, I so hope you're happy. It's very frustrating. No, it's, very frustrating. it's frustrating. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. But thank God for Brum not being as dumb yeah. as us and uh, mm -hmm. able to screenshot the articles and uh, send the it to us. The way I thought you were going annoying. about that, Aaron, I thought you were about to get past progressive because I screenshot the e article for t-bob and not you i thought that <laughs> we did i think we did kind of skip out on doing it for Aaron. back no no, yeah. no 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 you because you already know you know i needed it so deep down in my heart i know you do love me and part of you sending it was for me too so part of it was uh, here from both of you absolutely i can only take part of it was because he was like hey if we don't do this we're not gonna have much of a show because the other stuff we have to talk also, about that's uh, true. <laughs> like this is the only thing that we dug up from the internet on college football for this week. But again, I think there's a very relevant college football conversation I want to have. So let's go ahead and have it. Shout out the volume for having us here real quick. YouTube.com slash the volume is uh, the channel. Um, Snaps is the podcast. Please, please, please rate and review it. I'll check to see if we got any new reviews here in a uh, minute and we can read the best ones now. Uh, oh, by the way, Andy J's in the chat. He's our resident Tennessee fan. Um, suck it, Andy <laughs> J. Tried to tell you what was going to happen, okay? LSU baseball, kicking Tennessee's ass, taking two or three off of uh, off of those dirty-ass Tony Vitello-led volunteers. Let's go, man. That's enough on that because it's not um, – we're not here to talk baseball when it comes to the Tigers. We're here to talk about champions only, national champions. Look at us, Aaron. Just a couple mm. of national champions cutting it up, right? I mean, really, if you look at the sports eligible to win, it was football, and the next thing that ends is women's basketball. Last two national champions, Georgia, LSU. And here we are on the same college sports podcast together. You got to freaking love it. Uh, in all seriousness, it was uh, an awesome experience here locally, right? People are head over heels. We did an entire show today. All three hours just ended up being on celebrating the team and Kim Mulkey and 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 the championship and whatnot. And we also touched on some of the other hot topics today, which if you've watched any sports at all today, um, hmm. it has involved Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. Uh, Angel Reese is the best player for LSU. Caitlin Clark's the best player in the country and the best player <laughs> for Iowa. And, well, uh, Angel Reese at the end of the game was taunting Caitlin Clark, giving her the John Cena, you can't see me, pointing to a ring. And some people took exception to this. And then other people took exception to that exception because they point out, well, hold on, Caitlin Clark's been doing the can't see me to people. She's been taunting other players as well. And so, look, I, I think the conversations that I want to have here are, um, well, there's a few that we could, but I, I know the ones I don't want to have. Look, to me, I think there's uh, very clearly a couple of double standards in play, right? I think that um, generally with men's sports, we applaud this. Uh, we see it all the time. We 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 sit on here and we like show clips wow. of Pat Bev, you know, showing LeBron being too small or like any kind of shit, whatever. We applaud it. We think it's awesome. We think it's hilarious. 
Um, I think I don't, I don't know why it's suddenly so offensive in female sports. And then look, I could also say that there's a racial double standard here and that even Caitlin Clark was applauded for her taunting, mm-hmm. whereas Angel Reese is not. But here's the deal. I don't want to even get into those debates. I, I, I don't want to. Okay, I, I believe what I believe. If you don't believe it, I don't give a shit. Believe whatever you want to. What I do want to point out is that criticizing people for taunting in high-level competition is the height of absurdity. It is so goddamn stupid to me. I just do not understand it. Now, if you are a player who doesn't like to talk trash, that's completely different. But what I am talking about is just sitting here on the outside and getting mad at someone for talking trash or for lording a win over an opponent's head. Because you got to think about it, Aaron. From Angel Reese's perspective, and this is any sport here, from the player's perspective, Caitlin Clark to Angel Reese is the final boss. She's the arch enemy. She is the last remaining impediment to all of Angel Reese's dreams coming true. Like, that's not exaggeration. When you play in a major championship, it is literally everything that you have worked for your entire life. It has all come up to this moment, and this person stands in your way. They are your enemy. You're supposed to dance on their corpse when you defeat them. You chop off their head and parade it around the city for all to see. To to act like you should feel good about them, at least on the court, in the moment. To act like you should feel good about them or to be nice to them. I I don't understand that at all. Mm. Now, now granted, I was someone who has to psych myself up. But like, Aaron, this, like, forget about race, forget about gender, forget about any of that. Just from a competitive standpoint, it is the height of absurdity to me to get mad at a player for taunting another after they just won a championship over them. Well, and I think if if you've played sports, and I will agree with you on this one, T, like we've all experienced taunting. We've all taunted ourselves. Like I I, I think I've said it on the show before, like I used to taunt a lot. And then like the two worst times in my life that I taunted ended up being a torn ACL and a um, a a a, a uh, what I, I broke my fibula the next play like literally like, the worst taunting like I was like in your face talking about someone's mama, and then I get you know two plays later no. break my tibia and then two plays later tear my ACL and first Kentucky so it didn't work out for me but I do I do understand where it comes from like you're it's 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 it's, it's this is something that you whatever level you're in you put a lot of work into it it's very emotional it's primal it's you versus the yep. other person winner moves on winner wins loser you, you suck and, and and back to the drawing boards like the, the, the it's emotional though i think that's the first thing to me like every single sport you play there is a sense of emotion into it and sometimes our emotions which you need to to be able to play your best you can't yes. have a heartbeat that's like this you just can't if you're going to be an excellent player man you're up and down up and down up and down you try to stay as high as you can throughout the, the entire competition. So trash talking and and kind of letting your teammate know that or your opponent know that you're going to take them down one way or the other. I'm all for it. I'm fine. As long as you're not out there, you know, flipping someone off or punching someone or fighting, like that's when you kind of yeah. draw the line. But you're casual having fun. Like I thought what she was doing. Well, you can't hurt the team. The ring, if you fine. hurt the team, like if you get a penalty or a yes, technical and you team. hurt the team – that's when it becomes over the line. But but there's no – you can't offend me morally or ethically by talking shit on a court of competition. No. It's absurd. No. no um, yeah, and, and I would say I – think, I think, And that's why we would, we would never be punished. Same practice. We would never be punished 
for talking, like even in practice, practice gets a little competitive. You know, you, you start talking trash during practice. You're your boy, so everyone kind of doesn't worry about it. But the coaches liked it, and coaches were all for it. And it wasn't until like you know punches were thrown where you know like okay, you could cost your team yeah. Yeah. where no, the penalty then would be <laughs> kind of put. And I, and I was I always liked this too. This is something that I always carried with me. This was during my time with with Kansas City, and I always remember Coach Reed before every game would would get up in front of the team. He wouldn't have like this big pregame speech. It wasn't really long. I mean, it was like quick, quick, quick. Everyone's ready. Quick little something and then get out there. But he would always finish everything by saying, let your personality shine. Like just be you. If you are someone that likes to get in someone's face mask and talk a yeah, little shit, good have a little fun, then do that. Be yourself. If you're not that person, don't fake it. Just be who you are in a way that doesn't hurt the team. And if you're not going to hurt the team, then say what you want, do what you want. I don't really care. Um, so yeah. she she herself, like you, Luke, I go back, go back to what was it, the game before versus, versus you know, South Carolina. And, against Clark. against the Louisville girls the shoot Elite Eight, she did this was thing. And there was the, no, no, South Carolina yeah. was the one where she, she told her, like, yeah, whatever, stay out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She like, I mean, how disrespectful is that? Like she pretty yeah, much said, like, awesome. you suck so bad. I'm not going to go cover you at the at the three point line and kind of like waved her off and like yeah that that to me that's embarrassing like to me as a competitor I would kind of be like walking to the bench like damn like she called me out on national TV in front of all these yeah. people that like knew I couldn't shoot but now they really don't know I don't shoot because <laughs> there was no within twenty feet of me and I still wouldn't shoot the three point like like that is disrespectful her waving her hand and saying I got a ring I got a ring. That's more like you know your buddy is jabbing you in the side after he beats you by you know a, 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 a you know a bucket playing backyard like, basketball. You know who didn't complain about this? Caitlin Clark, because she gets no. it. Because she is the competitor. Because she has the swag. She understands what it's like to take an opponent and, and see the life leave their eyes in front of you. It's like it's part of the stuff that fuels her. She pay plays mm -hmm. <laughs> with that massive edge. I also thought it was fascinating that. Immediately after the game, they bring uh, Angel Reese over to the. Um, sorry, started coughing, y'all. They bring Angel Reese over to the analyst desk, and they're all laughing about it, right? They're yeah. all laughing. They're like, they're like, oh, how long were you holding on to that one? And you look at the desk, and well, lo and behold, it's all former champions, either players or coaches, like people mm -hmm. who have been in the heat. And then the people getting mad, like your Keith Olbermann, your Dave Portnoy. They're being countered by guys like Isaiah Thomas chiming in and being like, what are y'all talking about? This is basketball or manual ultra. Like, it's just, in the end, I think I'm probably actually yelling to a, and I hate when I fall into these traps, but I think I'm probably yelling to, honestly, a minority of people that found this to be offensive, but I'm almost glad that the conversation happened anyway, because now you've had so many premier athletes across all spectrums come out, except for Danny Cannell, uh, come out and be like, what are y'all talking about? Oh, what did Cannell say? He Canal said it's classic and doing too much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic, classic Danny. Um, Danny is really on the Mount Rushmore of really nice guy with really bad takes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he, no, no doubt. Danny, no doubt. Danny does the takes on purpose. Like he, no, he, he is, knows like, he is, as a competitor. He is actively, he purposely does it. Yes. Yeah. He actively is like, oh, what's a hot topic? Where's ninety five percent of the smart people saying, okay, I'm going to be in that you know five percent of the minority. That's that's hey, that's Love a good death. grift. Yeah, Love the death. Grift, but you know, he comes on. He, he gets brought up in a lot of shows because he always finds a way to just 
say some stupid shit about some stuff. And you're just like, come on, Danny, let, let, like the facts are there. And you were an athlete and you talked probably a, a ton of crap in your day. And a lot of people talk crap to you. You say like, yep. that doesn't affect me. Like if anything, it should motivate you. Like if anything, it should motivate, you know, Caitlin Clark. Like if I'm Caitlin Clark, I'm, I'm, I'm literally taking a screenshot of that moment of her yes. doing this or pointing yes. to a finger. And that's yeah. going to be on the backdrop of my phone for, for the yeah. next 364 days of like, my goal is to get back and my goal is to go win a championship. And every time I pull up my phone, I'm going to see this, who I, you know, this competitor of mine essentially tell me that I'm not good enough and my team wasn't good enough. So like use this motivation. Don't bitch and moan about what she didn't. You said it. She wasn't complaining about it. It's part of the game. Let's have a little bit of fun. I think if anything, it goes back. I know you don't want to bring it up, but I think to me, the bigger issue is just like female athletics a little bit. And and you were just not used to seeing the females kind of get aggressive like that on the yeah. court when it comes to some of the gestures, which why can't they? They work just as hard Good. as the males do. It means yeah. just as much to them as it does for the game that's going to happen tonight. Why can't they show a little bit of emotion? It means they actually give a damn, which I love. Like you showing emotion means that it means something to you as it should at that level. Yeah, and 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 it's a product that is only getting better and better. And the viewership numbers reflect that. Hell, the, the fact that uh, Brum pointed this out when we were doing show prep, like the fact that we've had a 24-hour news cycle on mm -hmm. the NCAA it's Women's huge. Championship um, in a game that wasn't even really particularly close uh, shows you just how much juice there is. And the product's only going to get better, right? Because already this is a generation of players who have come up at a time with more economic investment uh, mm -hmm. in women's basketball than ever before. But that number's only going to continue to grow because the viewership, like we keep learning in the on-demand content age, that um, all people care about is live sports to watch live. Yeah. And, and this is a group that of there's a lot grown up watching the WNBA their whole lives. Like WNBA yes. was Oh, founded, that's another good point. Was founded in nineteen ninety seven well, and all these players are, you know, twenty, twenty two years old now. I, I so will say this now, too, so like, you, they, like yeah, go they, ahead, Aaron. For, for the for the for the women athletes too, a lot of these women are making more money when it comes to the NIL than the men are. Like they've they've really taken advantage of the new rules and have really done a great job of building their brand. And that's something that all these athletes even are done. I mean, even, even, you know, seeing Reese afterwards talk about this angel Reese, she's like, listen, I've, I've worked hard to build my brand and I've built my brand. I felt like I've helped take women's basketball to another level, which she's had. I mean, you said yeah. it like for 24 hours, this is what we've been talking about. And we'll probably continue to talk about throughout this week. You know, at, at times she has helped elevate the game. Why? Because she's kind of been true to herself and built their brand. Yep. These these they're making a ton of money. Like I talked to my boys who own like you know Icon Source and some of these other marketplaces where deals get done. They are kicking ass. Like the Cavalier twins, kicking yeah, but making bank. Um, uh, what's her name last night? I mean, uh, 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 uh why am I drawing like Clark, Clark? Excuse me. Yeah, she's made like over a million bucks. It deals all over yeah, the place. Sure. Her camp, her youth camps have already sold out, and it's just. It's incredible, man. It, it is great good, for the sport. I think good. it's great for the sport. Imagine awesome that. Sport. People being able to benefit off of their talents, right? Off of their name, yeah. image, and likeness. So, but, but, so, I, and, and then, so, okay, so everything you just said combined with higher viewership, which you've seen the viewership numbers in this tournament out of control, viewership equals advertising, 
which means more money in the ecosystem, which trickles yep. down into more investment from parents, from players. And so you're only going to get more and more and more and more skilled players, and, and the quality of the game is only get better and better and better. Like, so when you see Caitlin Clark going behind the back into a step back three from like eight feet beyond the arc, even though she has a person in her face and draining it, that's because she's a child of the Steph Curry revolution because she's a child of constant AAU basketball. She's a child of buy-in from an early age because this is a viable path to send your life down. And the more viable it becomes, which is just more and more and more, um, the better and better and better it's going to get. So it's an exciting time, a lot of growth in women's sports right now. Um, okay, back back to though the the taunting thing just to wrap up. Let's get to a couple comments here. Um a suitcase Murphy says taunting us for sports grug heads with no kids. And then he rolls his eyes says, yeah, great example of sportsmanship. I don't know exactly what he's saying there. If he's worried about sportsmanship, I can't really help you because um, I think as a parent, it's not hard to teach kids the dividing lines. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I was always taught when I was younger, uh, when you are on the field, you are a different person than you when you are off the field, right? Before that final whistle sounds, um, that is your enemy, be crazy, do whatever you have to do. But, you know, as soon as the final whistle sounds, leave it on the field. Go shake hands with your opponent. Treat them the right way. Like, that's fine. I don't need a good example of sportsmanship. You shouldn't either if you have kids. Raise your own fucking kids. How about that? To be good sports. If they want to celebrate, that's fine. And then have them shake hands and be nice at the end of the game like they should. Um... Don't what? be a scared bitch. Just don't be a scared bitch. That, that's all I, mean. <laughs> but, like, I love fire and juice. Like to me, if you're not out there, yeah. like really getting after it, like to me, you're scared a little bit. Like I love the person who's just not scared that's gonna play mind games with someone. Like I was talking to um someone the other day and they're getting ready this for this. I was talking to a track player, they're getting ready for nationals like two weeks ago. And I was like, you know, so where where are you anticipating being? And and they're like, you know, somewhere around like 10th place out of like, I think there's 18 people in their, in their event. So I was like, well, you know, are you going to talk a little smack when you get up there to get ready for your first round? I was like, no, no, that's really not my thing. I kind of like put my head down and kind of walk up there slowly and just go out there and try to do my best. I'm like, no, like you on the way to walking up there need to look people in the eye and say, I'm about to beat your ass. I'm about to throw this thing farther than you. You can't hang with me. Like it's more, more of the game to me of anything is more mental than physical. There is a mental side of every single sport that you play. And if you can mentally get into your opponent's head, even if you're physically not as good as them, that's going to be a play and advantage to you. So I love when people want to get out there, jab a little bit, try to play that side of the game. Because like I said, I think it's I think it is more more evident when 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 it, when when it's two opponents that are evenly matched, which it was last night. It goes to who is mentally stronger. Who can get in the other person's head? And obviously, LSU got in their head a little bit. So there's a bunch of different famous old quotes about morale, to your point, Aaron. And, um, you know, now we get older, we learn that, like, no quotes are actually attributed to anyone. But Napoleon, for whatever it's worth, is, you know, quoted saying, in war, morale is to physical as three parts out of four. Basically saying that exactly what you're talking about, confidence, belief in yourself, morale, at the end of the day, to him, and it's in battle, so it's a bit different, means even more than uh, what you could accomplish physically. So, yes, never underestimate. In fact, there's a great quote going around from the old Miss women's head basketball coach today about Kim Mulkey, where she's describing how Coach Mulkey basically make their kids believe that they're superheroes, right? 
And she's been able to take all these huge personalities and get them to buy into the team and get the most out of them mm -hmm. because they believe that they are unbeatable. You got the Bayou Barbie. You got uh, Flash A. Johnson, the famous rap star. You got Alexis Morris, who plays pissed off of the world. They're all different in their own ways, but Mulkey has a way of getting them to believe in themselves to the nth degree. So, look, man, um, I, th I think we, we probably, I, I apologize, we probably. Bear, you know, beat this to death a little bit because it feels like we're on the same page. Um, competition and shit talking go hand in hand. You know, you can show respect after the game. Um, but yeah, if you're going to dish it out, you got to be able to take it. And to be fair, yeah. I, I do believe did. that, um, that Kayla Clark took it. Yeah. Like Kayla Clark's well, not the one complaining about this. No. It's randomly no. Keith Olbermann and Dave Portnoy. When in the world did I ever think that Oberman and Portnoy would end up on the same side of, of an issue? Unbelievable. I can't believe Portnoy's uh, against it so much. He must have like an NIL deal with her or something. Yeah, no, he lost a bet. He lost a big bet. And so he uh, came out and was, of course, why. popping up. Uh, Canes Forever says, I remember when Aaron was with Philly and did the DX celebration in practice. Is this true? Did you bust out a D-Generation X in practice? The DX, uh, like, suck it. Sean Michaels Probably. and Triple H. I, I, I did it every now and then. I did that Georgia practices do. Just a random suck it. It's easy. It's it's easy to to talk trash in practice when I can't get hit. It, it was always nice to like call a guy. Yeah, that's fucked. Oh, see, that's that QB. That's that QB one right there, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a great trash talker in practice because I knew I wasn't getting hit. We got our boy Clint Moses. Go Beavs. Hell yeah. We had somebody chat earlier too. Say, um, say, uh, go Aztecs. Shout out to, we got some San Diego State fans in here. Big one uh, coming up tonight. Very much looking forward to that. Um, Hot Billy says, I, I want to say this. Boar's head. Yeah, go ahead. I, I want to I stay on top of the top real quick. I know we're about to move on, but yeah. The whole suck it thing made me think of someone of, of plays with a lot of personality, which I like. Baker, to me, he crossed the line a couple times yeah. with some of the like that. That that's what? a little much. Yeah, like that. No that's a way, dude. Aggressive. The flag planting that, was so fucking. No, tight. no, 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 no. The Waving flag, the flag and planting it. I think, yeah, didn't he like do that at one point too? The little jerk off. Like the flag planting's great. Like hell yeah, I love the to on the on the on the star uh, for Dallas. I love the flag. Like anytime someone plants a flag. And says, "This is my house." Like I love that gets me juiced. If you, if but you the, when he looked at when he looked at the jerk off's a little much. Like that's what I like. Well, it is it it is much, but the problem is, I guarantee in his personal life, he just got in the habit of when he didn't like something, rolling his eyes and being like, "Oh, uh, you know, like doing one of those yeah. or like a, get out of here, like a little, like a little, like a jerk off motion is essentially like a backhanded wave, right? It's like hey, get out of here. Like what are you no, doing? Like get out of here, little boy. Like, you're, you're, you're annoying wave. me." No, it's like the same thing. It's like, oh my god, like shut the fuck, like shut up, dude. Get he out of here. Bye -bye. Tore, turned towards them and busted on them. Like, no, that, that's a little much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, um, I think okay, I think celebrations crossing the line. It's like that quote that the guy like, had. Can back you imagine in your five year old? Like, I I viewed this as like if my daughter went up to like an opponent, like at, at like some a some AU five year old six year old tournament. And does this to their face? I'd kind of laugh. 
if my little you know Maddox at age six starts jerking off in kids' faces because he saw Baker Mayfield do it, I'm like, okay, this is this is that's how I kind of feel like I draw the line. Yeah, well, that's where you got it. That's where you got to be a parent and be like, hey man, you can't do the jerk off motion. And honestly, I'd probably be like, look, if you're gonna do this shit, you better actually be balling. Like, you better not do that after one goal. Like after after scoring once, like. You got You got to actually be 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 winning and going all out. If winning you're a trying Heisman, to act like that, or you got to yeah, be ready to take a Heisman. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Bill Black said, "I'd rather have my kids do a jerk off motion than a Fortnite dance." Uh. Yeah. What's worse, doing the gritty, doing the gritty, or or, or just uh imaginary <laughs> nutting all over someone? I, I I don't know. Um. Look, it's like. What crosses the line, it's like that guy that had the quote about porn back in the 90s where he's like, I can't define it, but I know when I see it. Yeah, there are some <laughs> things that are going to be over the line. But then again, like I've always uh, been super into the throat slit, but people get super offended by the throat slit. Yeah. And I don't find the throat slit to be offensive. I find Dude, it I, awesome. I, They made me get rid of my kill, kill, kill. Like, you, know, you know, when you're switching from one play to the yeah. other. You know, Drew Brees always did it. Like the kill, 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 kill. Like, you know, throat slots, like I'm killing the play. And they 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 came up to me. I forgot what level this was in, but they wrestler said, "You guys need to stop doing that." So then all of a sudden we had to go across the chest, like we swiped our chest instead of like, "Hey, kill it, kill it, kill it." Like I'm like, "What? what? I'm killing the play. I'm not telling yeah, the middle no, that's, linebacker that's, that I'm about to slit your throat." No, that's absurd. Oh. That's absurd. Oh. Um, next, Soft. he'd be like, "What if I just put it? What if I just like do it? Like I mime a gun to my head?" No, I'm just kidding. Now that's pretty fucked up. That's offensive. Um. All right. Uh, so look, let the players talk shit. Basically, yes. is what this could all be summed down to. Okay, you don't have to be friends with the person, at least not during the competition, with the person that is trying to stop you from accomplishing your life's goal. Uh, the other thing that I think Kim Mulkey and LSU have made very interesting here um, is if you look at LSU specifically, you got three coaches that are in their second year hired by Scott Woodward, right? You have Kim Mulkey, you have Brian Kelly, yep. you have the baseball coach, Jay Johnson. Brian Kelly, year one, was excellent. Uh, Jay Johnson, year one, was really solid. Now in year two, he has not ranked number one in the country. Kim Mulkey just won a national championship in the second year. She took over a team that had won nine mm -hmm. games. Had a very good season last year, but even pretty much lost everybody from last year's team, Aaron. Nine new players on this year's roster, and yet here they sit lifting the national championship trophy at the end of the year. Now, I want to be clear. Basketball is a strong link sport, okay, where because one player represents 20% of the players that you field at any given time, uh, you are as strong as your strongest link. Football is a weak link sport, right? One player is about 9% of the players that you feel that every time. So you're only strong as your weakest link. So it's easier to have this big impact in basketball over football, but that's not to say that there aren't lessons to carry over because Coach Mulkey just proved if you have the right coach that can create economic buy-in from an NIL standpoint yep. and that can recruit and go get players through the portal, the bar mm -hmm. for what we should expect year one should be higher than ever. So, like, if I'm yep. Luke Fickle at Wisconsin, if I'm Matt Rule at Nebraska, um, I don't know that Matt Rule can get away with the Matt Rule year ones that he normally has, where he starts the first year like three and nine and then gets really good over the next two years. Like, no, no, the expectation should be to be immediately bowl eligible. Wisconsin. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. 
They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics. UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Should be immediately back to being relevant, if not actually threatening for the Big Ten. Uh, because freeze. the road to get... Uh, yes, you freeze at Auburn. They should. I think, be that's, I think to me that's the biggest one because of because of what. Yeah. 
because of their war chess, proximity of, of recruits in the Southeast, I feel like there is, and, and just the craziness of the fans, there is a level of, hey, we see what's going on in, in, in college landscape right now. We expect to be, I mean, what do you think? I would say Auburn fans expect to be an eight-win team next year. Yeah, I mean, and, and they should be. I mean, I honestly think they should be. Like, like who should be better? I mean, maybe Ole Miss should be better. Um, Mississippi State won't be, or at least you don't expect them to be. Um, I wouldn't expect Alabama, Texas LSU, A and M. I would expect A and M to be. Why? A and M was way better last year. Did awful. So, like, what? When are we going to stop giving A and M the benefit of the doubt? Oh, like they, they had it. They had a. They had it. They had a markedly. All the four and five stars. Because they have a new yeah, office coordinator, finally. They have a new office coordinator. Yeah, maybe. Jimbo? They maybe won't even get to call plays. <laughs> I mean, I don't – I just – Look, I'm in – fuck – forget about giving A&M the benefit of the doubt, okay? I'm in prove-it mode with A&M. If A&M wants yeah, to finish third too. in the SC West, great. Do it. I'm not – I would rather give Auburn the benefit of the doubt, a team that should have been even worse than they were last year because Brian Harson was a joke, all the drama, all the departures – um, no, I mean, look, I, I think that Auburn fans are well within their own rights to hope for like an eight and four season. You could argue that seven and five may be more realistic, won't push against that. But for what you said, Aaron, they have all the NIL money in the world to spend. Um, Hugh Freeze knows how to recruit. He has proven that in the past, and now he can recruit with incentives of money that he never could have before. Uh, you get players from other schools. Like, yeah, man, uh, look at Brian Kelly taking over a team that had just 39 just really scholarship they, players they, gone they, under they, 500. They only won five games last year. It's not like they had a great season. Uh, I think that they were markedly less talented than A&M and finished ahead of Texas A&M. And, uh, and so why would I then? What? Complete dumpster fire. Yeah. So what's to say that yeah. he's going to change at A&M, though? Like, at least, at least I, with Auburn. I'm more of a believer in Wayne. Like, they, got, they got a quarterback. That I think is pretty damn good. Like they've they've had an issue now for a little bit with the quarterback. Wegman, I think, has a chance to be pretty darn good. They got a top running back back. They got Stewart and Muhammad back at receiver. I think they got pieces. They got a good core. You yeah, get Jimbo they had it last year. Yeah, they were young last year and they had issues at quarterback. They had they had two quarterbacks get hurt. They were on their third string quarterback. The whole issue with AM, the big thing AM was thinking Haynes King was going to be the guy like that to me, like there's, there was something sketchy going on behind the scenes that people kept trying to force Haynes King down Jimbo's throat. Like that was the biggest issue. Jimbo loved Haynes King though. I don't think Jimbo can blame anybody for Haynes King, but himself. You think, you think, you think, think Jimbo let somebody to. force Haynes King down his throat? I, 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 I don't think so. Uh, look, mm. You're not wrong on Texas A&M, Aaron. Like, and it's a heady play by you because there's a very good chance that you'll be right here because you should be right. Like, it's not just last year's freshman class. It's the fact that three or four years in a row, they had top five recruiting classes. Like, like there's just no oh, yeah. excuse for what they did last season. And so betting on them to get good, especially with some of the life they showed late being LSU, I'm like, okay, that's not a bad play. But if I'm just sitting here today and I'm saying, hey, which way would I rather be wrong on AM? Would I rather be wrong doubting them or giving them the benefit of the doubt? I would rather be burned doubting them, right? Because you can fool me once, fool me twice. I'm not doing it again with AM until you go and prove it. And watch, this is probably like the year where they get all together and they're they're really good. But 
But I think the fact that Auburn was already better last year, even though they had no right to be from a talent or drama perspective, then now that you have Hugh Freeze, and I think Hugh Freeze is solid, like I, I think they're going to finish ahead of Texas A&M. I actually uh, I feel pretty good mm-hmm. about that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Where's the game at? Okay. Hey, okay. How about this? Loser. Okay. Let's both freeze our sperm. Let's go right now. And loser has to get their wife pregnant. Okay. Let's really put it on the line here. Hell yeah. That is. Hell yeah, dude. This is the worst game of chicken I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah. Come on. No, that is the snaps. Games of the century. Based All on right. who finishes ahead in the SEC West, <laughs> and we're probably talking about like the fourth and fifth place finishers. Like based uh, on whoever finishes wait, no, ahead, just, I'm, I'm talking about a head. I'm talking about a head to head game. Are we talking about just head to head match? No, 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 no. I'm talking about on the, the year okay. ranking at the end. Auburn's going to be ahead of Texas A&M, and loser baby. has to inject their baby. Yep, loser has to inject their frozen <laughs> sperm into their wife and have another kid. Okay, I think it's the best idea I've ever come up with. This fucking oh, genius, um, Daddy. Why uh, was I don't that even born? Know. Oh, I lost a bet about the 2023 uh, fourth place SEC West standings. Yeah. Have you ever heard of mm. Jimbo Fisher's son? Um, well, uh, yeah. he uh, he was quite the character. Do we, do we have to name our Daddy. child Jimbo or um, Gus or Hugh? Not Gus. Uh, or Hugh, Hugh. Freeze. Um, yeah. No, no, no. That's a step too far, Aaron. Don't be ridiculous. Okay. That's fucking middle absurd. Name, middle name, name, middle name. Just so they know. They have to know. <laughs> they have to be able to explain uh, where the middle name came from. No, you have to name um, – no, if I lose, I have to name him Aaron, and if you lose, you have to name him T-Bob, whether a boy or a girl. Uh, Will he be the okay, fourth perfect. or fifth? No, you just call him T-Bob. You don't even get to – there's no explanation, no nickname, no petite Bobby. You I just got to explain to people you're an idiot. Yeah, you just name your kid T-Bob. Um, Odell Jones says, love Caitlin, her swag. And like y'all said, she's not tripping because she talks shit and backs it up. She's a war. Exactly. And I hate to be athlete she's guy. Two more fuck years athlete guy. Fucking eligibility too. My goodness. Yeah. Um, I hate to be athlete guy and I rarely pull this and I kind of cringe even saying this, but it does seem like a lot of the people who are most upset haven't necessarily been in the fire. And I mean on any level, right? Mm -hmm. High school, college, whatever. I don't mean you have to play like D1 or pro or anything like that. Um, Yeah. But I don't want to go too far down that road. I feel like a douche. BB and T-Bob owes me a Big Mac for bringing that up. Okay, if you want a Big Mac, sure. I've never understood the middle bun of the Big Mac. Because it's a bun that has no top or no bottom, which means you're custom creating a bun for this one sandwich that you sell. And I just wonder, like, how feasible is that? How economical is it to have a custom-made bun just for one burger I'm that I'm not sure even sure is McDonald's your highest selling burger? Anymore. Is doing just fine. <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about the margins. At let me check again. Uh, hold on. McDonald's? Okay. Okay. One of the biggest, uh, hold, on. Speaking, hold on. Hold on. Okay, go ahead, Aaron. No, I was just like, speaking of McDonald's, my neighbor literally just texted me two hours ago and says, has Maddox ever had a happy meal? I was going to bring him one over with his Easter basket tomorrow. And I'm like, actually, I don't know if he's ever had a happy meal before. So we, are they still uh, as, we as just- good as they've ever been? My kids just started getting them on road trips. It's the only time they're allowed. So if we got to drive like four hours or above, they know they get a uh, 
stop at McDonald's and they get hyped. I mean, yeah, you know, they're, they're but do you get Chick Fil A? Like Ma- Max, Max will have Chick Fil A like once a week. Chick Fil A all the time. Yeah, Chick Fil A once a week. Yeah, guaranteed. yeah, yeah Chick Fil A is great. Uh, yeah, I love the idea that like uh, freaking road trips in T Bob's house are like Amsterdam. There are just no rules. Like iPad. <laughs> no, yeah, iPads, McDonald's. No, yes. no rule. I am no rules for T Bob either, though. Like that, exactly. it's not just for the kids. Like this is for everyone. Uh, yeah, no, I just put up a little screen. I just jerk off in the driver's seat when I need to kill some time so that nobody can see me. Um, and every time I cut someone off air and I give them Baker Mayfield uh, a little bit. No, <laughs> yeah, I do that was, too, though. Uh, here, here's what I'll say on – oh, hold on. What were we talking about? McDonald's? What's it at? Oh, no, what disappoints me, Aaron, do you know that we have never had the true McDonald's French fry? Uh, there's an episode of revisionist history that blew my mind on this, where back in the day when Ray A. Kroc started, um, you know, franchising McDonald's, right? The one thing that he said was, look, the fry is sacrosanct. We have to protect exactly how they make the fry and recreate it at every mm-hmm. single location. And they did for years, but the McDonald's fry was made in beef tallow. Now it's made in vegetable oil because early 90s, late 80s, there was a health movement where beef tallow was kind of held up as being this enemy causing heart problems, and it caused McDonald's to completely change their French fry from being cooked in beef tallow to being cooked in vegetable oil. So the fry Mm. that we grew up on, our parents are telling us, these are the best fries, these are the best fries, and yet the fry that we grew up on was not the actual fry. And so we have been sold a bill of goods our entire life. We have been lied to. And the worst part is come to find out vegetable oil isn't even that much better. It just comes with a different host of problems. And so this is once again, me calling uh, publicly for McDonald's to return to beef tallow. Okay. On that revisionist history episode, they actually scientifically recreated the original fry and they did a, um, a blind taste test with people our age. Every single person chose to beef tallow fry. I every every night. Have they done a nutritional breakdown of the of where it is difference now? Like mm-hmm. it's that much worse. I'm sure. Okay, I'm not sure. That's give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, because I don't think we're gonna get to the other thing. Let's save it for tomorrow. Give me your top five fast food fries. Go. Um. Okay. Uh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a. I'm okay. I, I'm a massive fan of. Popeyes has the curly spicy fries, right? Am I crazy or is that Arby's with the curly spicy fries? That's Arby's. Who has the curly spicy fries? Arby's. Okay, I love Arby's. Mm-hmm. I love curly fries. I love spicy curly yep. fries. I just do. Um, so yep. that's probably number one on my list. Um, I really like Checkers or Rally's spicy fries mm-hmm. as well. Checkers. Um, is it now like called little, like, Rally's? Is it rebranded? I, I, I've seen it called both. No, no, I've just it's okay. it's like a Hardy's. It's like a Hardy's. Um, Carl's Jr. deal where I don't know why it's like all the same stuff, but it's like, I, it's, it's, it's just different. It's, it's, it's like yeah. the same thing, but with a different name. I don't get why. Um, I would say that I haven't eaten Bojangles in so long, Blake Walter. So I apologize. I, I don't know. Um, I, 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 I might put, I think I'm probably Chick-fil-A. putting Chick-fil-A third on that list. Yeah. 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 Chick-fil-A is great. Great for dipping sauce. Uh, what's your top three? That's my top three. I'd go in that same order. Oh, wow. That's, okay, I love love the curly fries. Checkers. I haven't had it in forever. I used to have them all the time as a kid. And then yeah, uh, we too. just have so much Chick-fil-A. I love 
Like I, I'm the type of person that I, I when I go to Chick Fil A, the fries are already done before I got home. I just had the chicken left in the car. See, like, so I actually, I feel I, in I the feel milk like a nerd, but nine times out of ten, um, oh. I don't allow myself the fries. I just get a chicken sandwich with no fries and a cup of water. Yeah, I get the grilled. I get the grilled nuggets. I get grilled. I get grilled nuggets. So then I can't get the fries. Oh wow! Oh wow! Is that is it, you think nutritionally? Does that even out? Like, do you think the scales are balanced? Yeah, in my head they are. No, it's a hundred percent. It's the definition of you know the lies we tell ourselves. By the way, yeah, really, yeah right, uh, like the milkshake and the fries because we took no, the no, bread. I don't off do the milkshake. Like getting the milkshake, fries, the milkshake is like a you know. The milkshake is like a, a, a like really special moment. It's usually just like a eight piece yeah, nugget meal, then a twelve piece nugget just just the nuggets, all grilled to so get a lot of protein, and then I treat myself to a little thing of fries. I don't think that's bad. I think it's a pretty damn good lunch or dinner. Um, what up, Hunter Cornell? No, look, it's yes, no, no. That's that's exactly you. Every now and then, I will treat myself with a big lemonade from um where it's like the sugar is just like just like just ripping my mouth apart the best way but but you can't be getting to eliminate all the time from chick-fil-a mm -hmm. way too intense Ooh, hot billy says a strawberry milkshake i never had the strawberry milkshake how about this um okay here we go bilbo baggins asked t-bob and aaron what was your ideal pre-game meal aaron you go first uh my ideal pre-game meal depends if it was a noon game or night game noon game i like a nice omelet uh with some toast with all the veggies uh in there a little bacon in there too that's that's my go-to and lunch or if it was a lunch or if it was like a three o'clock and later just your classic which i feel like you've gotten since we we're in high school just chicken and pasta with some red sauce and yeah. like some veggies yeah i was actually always a um and this was they used to. I think why is why like is B being thing. against the omelet? What's what's wrong with an omelet in the morning before? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel I feel like omelets like pretty sad. Nice little base of eggs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was it's always a, a like we I've been like a grilled chicken breast, some rice, and some peas, uh, and I think that was pretty much it. Now the night before a game, ooh, we used to have these little fried chicken drumettes, mm -hmm. and I used to go ham on them things i just get a giant plate of them and just eat freaking million pieces of fried chicken we would have, then, we'd have like a sunday bar which was awesome the night before a game and our trainer would always tell us this he's like some old school trainer that was our trainer like the 70s and 80s then became our head of film and then my junior year became our trainer again so we were like back to the ancient days he'd always say before a meal on friday night to salt our salt he wanted like just to layer salt on our food so he'd be like salt your salt man Salt your Hell yeah, he's dude. Just, he's like going sprinkling, <laughs> sprinkling salt on people's food. Like, son, that's not enough salt. I'm like, T, don't you uh, fucking salt my broccoli like that, damn it. <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? Salted, salted broccoli is the absolute best. That's how I got my kids to oh, love broccoli too much so salt. much. Um, B-Bean says no steak. In high school, we always had steak. That is true. I forgot. I used to get a tiny, tiny, tiny little filet. Like a tiny, a tiny little boy filet mm. on there as well. Um uh greg hendrick says watermelon is awesome aaron do you salt your watermelon i never have i've heard it's pretty good Bro, though salted watermelon I got some watermelon upstairs i may do incredible. that if it's good watermelon get your shaker and just give it a couple taps over a piece and then take a bite mm. the savory and sweet mixture is mm. absolutely beautiful dude 
Also, there's a hotel here at LSU uh, that we used to stay at, Lot Cook, and they had the best chocolate chip cookies and probably the fattest thing I used to do. I would load down my pockets with chocolate chip cookies before we would go to the movies, and then I would take multiple milk cartons, and then you could like, you know, the old school cafeteria ones, you could open them up so it was like a box of milk, and I'd just be sitting there dipping, dipping chocolate chip cookies is in the milk uh watching like i don't know like uh what was that movie about ernie davis whatever new uh action movie was out uh that friday mm, this so is good. this is this is why i believe in the photo that we showed of t-bob last week this is the <laughs> that that was clearly bro do we have it that that was clearly t-bob it's not, it's not me draft. this story Even my own mother is thought why it was me. I believe my man was sneaking in a dozen cookies the night before a game, and 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 full on so good, milk the cookies are you so know two percent three not even two percent just like the full fat just yeah bro chowing down yeah whole milk yeah whole milk there so, it is yeah this is why the ideal male body you don't have to like it but you have to accept it. Uh, oh, the other fattest things that I used to do back in the day is. Have you ever been to like a Brazilian steakhouse, oh like a chow or whatever? You know what I'm talking uh, about? Oh yeah, I used to take the big boys there for all of our um okay. all of our uh our bowl games. So you know those Look little those cheese balls? You know, I know that that's what pisses me off, Aaron, is that people think this is real, and I'm like, look at those tits. Those are not my tits. I've never had tits oh. with that much fat on the side. Okay. It's absolutely that's ridiculous. Thank God for Brum. No, B Bean, that is not me. Thank you. B Bean gets it as no, well. B, it is um, him. It is him. No, it's not. Um, uh, okay, but you know, we know when you go to a Brazilian steakhouse and they have those little bread balls that have like cheese in the middle mm-hmm. and they're so delicious. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Aaron? Okay, so I used to think that, okay, this is a scam. They want me to fill up on these so I can't eat all the meat they're offering me, right? They want me to flip red. They want me to eat all these balls. So what I started doing is I would wear cargo shorts to the Brazilian steakhouses, and I would stuff my cargo pockets full of these little cheese balls. And so I wouldn't eat any when I was there. So I could maximize meat intake. I could maximize how special wrapped and bacon, all that stuff. And then I would go in my car, I'd get a Ziploc. I'd put all the rolls in the Ziploc and then I'd be riding around. And for the next week, I got freaking fresh cheese bread balls ready to go. How about that? Delicious. This is not helping. This is not helping your, your, your case for, for this not being you. Just going to let you know right now. Pockets full of cheese balls. Uh I was like Napoleon dynamite before Napoleon dynamite. Uh, what about, okay. Last question, Aaron, golden or chocolate Oreos? Golden God. Oh, don't tell me this. I would, dude, I will eat the entire thing of golden Oreos in one sitting. It's impossible not to. Uh, I have noticed though, that I've gotten a little older where I don't think I prefer double stuff anymore. I feel like double stuff no. is a little much. I feel like I've just recently, this last year of my life, I'm like, give me a regular sized Oreo. That's how I know I'm truly about to be 35 years old next year, is that now I find myself reaching for a regular size Oreo if I'm going to get Oreos instead of uh, the double stuff. Whereas before, I wanted like max stuff. I wanted like as much uh, of the of the white cream as I could get in there. Mm-hmm. Mm, give me all that. Talked about baby. maximizing your meat intake and as much cream as you can get in there, like within three minutes of each other. <laughs> <laughs> and we hey, that snaps, baby. That snaps, oh. baby. That's what we do here. 
Um, yeah, uh, you try them golden Oreos. Good, good, the good thing. Good thing. Hey, good thing our uh, our glorious, well thought out thumbnail was nothing to do with Georgia Bulldogs and in the fourteen. <laughs> <of the prosecutor. laughs> no, no, that's on me. That's on me. I'll take. I'll take. Yeah, this. who saw? Who could have ever seen you guys just talking about nothing for the whole show? It's almost I like can, you know, no. The first thirty real. minutes. The first oh, thirty first minutes 30, was yeah. a lot of good stuff. That's exactly, which is why <laughs> we had Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese in the title and not any of the Georgia stuff because you were never going to get to it. Uh, um, well, we do have for tomorrow four teams that yep. could challenge UGA. Uh, it's going to be a fun conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Hey, look, we love you all. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, you know, we're here every day, youtube.com slash the volume. If you want to, uh, if you want to help out the show, you can hit the like button on these streams. Uh, you can also go ahead and rate or review it wherever you listen, be that Apple or YouTube. It looks like we got a couple new reviews here. Um, perfection. I guess comes from. Ha, 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 wrap ha, it up. Yeah. Oh, we're like a minute away. All right, all right. Here, you say bye. Right. Okay, Aaron, you go by. You have a good show. I want to read the reviews for the people that put them. Since I said I was going to, and I actually want to follow okay. through Mwah. what we're what we're saying. I love you. You have a great day. We love you very much. We'll see you tomorrow, Aaron. Um, so. We have one review, Perfection. I came to Snaps because of Aaron, who's one of my childhood heroes, but I stayed because T-Bob gives a show edge it needs. Yeah. Obviously, sports coverage is outstanding, but the rabbit holes they get into are a blast. <laughs> there you go, dude. Um, very entertaining, most entertaining football podcast by far. T-Bob and hilarious, never a dull moment from UJ247. That's my dog. Get it? Literally. Hey, we love y'all. I'll look at the spot or if I reviews next time. Go ahead, review the show if you like it, and we'll see you tomorrow for brand new snaps thank you to paul ferry to pat gunner ryan brumley danny cardenas adam gracia love you so much we'll see you tomorrow what's up y'all janice torres here and i'm austin hankwitz we're the hosts of mind the business small business success stories a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's ruby studios and intuit quickbooks join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success from finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.